As a thank you to our amazing guests for being here, Speak LA will make a donation to our guests' charity of choice, Extraordinary Families. Hey, Cam. Hey, Jen. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm happy to see you today. I know, me too. And all these amazing people. I know, yay. yay. Thank you for being here, you guys. Thanks for being here with us. I know, doing it live tonight in Hollywood. I know, with Dewan Johnson. Yeah. Oh, God, I can't wait to talk to him. I know. We were just talking to him a little bit, and yeah. I wanted to hear more. Yeah. Very inspiring. Inspiring actor, teacher, actor, too. Actor, and teacher, coach, coach yeah. motivator. Yeah. On Bosch. Yeah. Just a great I know. guy. Yeah, it's going to be good. It's going to be amazing. I'm excited. Um, tell me about you, little Cam Cam. Oh, Jen, I <laughs> love when you say I know, Cam you like Cam. when I call you that. It's my favorite thing. <laughs> um, what t- give me something LA that's LA. been happening. Well, n- not so much. Well, I guess it's LA, rain LA. Okay. So I, like I was driving today and I saw a rainbow. Because it rained Cause it today rained. in LA. Which I is know. not, you know, a normal occurrence yeah. in LA. Did anybody else see a rainbow? I did. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, a lot of people. Yeah, there were some rainbows I, I today. I actually saw Two. You saw two. Did anyone now see you're just two? showing off? I'm the only cool person in the room. Very <laughs> two impressive. rainbows. Yeah. I love when there's rainbows in LA because it makes it feel like you're in Hawaii. Yeah, or like there's leprechauns. Something tro- yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> there's a pot of gold or something. It's a little bright spark of the I day. Love that. That's amazing. Yeah, rainbows. Yay! Yay! Okay, so we are welcoming Dewan Johnson. Yeah. How old were you when you came to LA? 24. Where did you come from? Miami. At what age did you get your first job in the entertainment industry? Uh, 26. How much money did you have when you came? About 10,000. What's the movie you find totally inspiring? Primal Fear. Hmm. Horror movies, yes or no? (laughs) Yes. Yes, horror movies. (laughs) (laughs) Reality TV, yes or no? In the middle. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, social media opportunity or worst curse ever on humankind? Opportunity. Opportunity. I like it. Um, who's an actor who influenced you to do what you do today? Uh, Edward Norton. Oh, oh I love him. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you had to sum up LA in one word, what would that word be? 20 minutes away. Oh, I know why you're saying that. We're going to get into that. I love that. 20 minutes away. 20 minutes away. Yeah. So we like to welcome our guest, yeah, Dewan Johnson. Dewan, Thank we're so you happy. so much. Thank you so Thank much you for, for having being me. here. Thank you. Are you kidding? Thank let's, you. Let's start, though. I, you need to tell us why you said 20 minutes away. I mean, I think oh, I know yeah. why you said it. Because, you know, yeah. everybody that tells you some directions are like, everything's 20 minutes away. Yeah. <laughs> It'll just take you 20 minutes to get there. Right. And so I think I think that's really funny for me. Yeah. 20 minutes away. It sums up LA. It, it really it does say that. Yeah. It says it in your GPS, yes. too. Yeah. Not true. That is not true. Not true. Right. Exactly. Well, I'd love to know about what got you interested in acting in the first place. Where did you start with that? Um, you know, I, I started when I was uh, in seventh grade doing The Wizard of Oz. I was a scarecrow. And oh. I kind of just, I mean, it goes further back where my mom would say I always loved causing scenes. You know what I mean? <laughs> and so I just really enjoyed it. I, I, I love I, I love it. Yeah. Yeah. So did you know you always wanted to be an actor or was that something that kind of progressed for you as you went along well i mean who knew that you could get paid to do what we do right? <laughs> and so i don't I, I think i i grew up thinking that i was going to be a lawyer 
or the like my mom you want to be a lawyer i was like i want to like perform <laughs> you want to be a lawyer um and it kind of like came together uh in in um uh in undergrad undergrad it all started to gel together and i finished undergrad went to grad school and then it came studied out. acting in grad school i did not study no. acting in grad school oh Shame, shame. <laughs> What'd you do? What I was your went best to, I did um, uh, Colorado State University. Okay. And I went there because for, um, got a higher, a master's in higher education and student affairs, oh. working with students on a collegiate level, right? Okay. And it was because my mom told cool. me, she's uh-huh. like, you need just in case job. You know what uh-huh. I mean? Uh-huh. What if acting doesn't work out? So go get, you know, two years for that. And I, and I went and did it. And then I just realized that while I was there, that I was I, I wasn't living my best life because I was telling students to go out and live their best life, but I wasn't doing it. And so I was like, I'm gonna go now. And so, <laughs> so I left. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Oh, I mean, which I mean, okay. I don't want to. Yeah. I, I don't want to get off topic, but there's a lot of things in my head there's right now. Me too. On. Me too. Yeah, because yeah. you're so motivational. Oh. So I want to. I want to talk about that. But Thank you. but even before we get there, when yeah. you first arrived in in Los Angeles mm-hmm. as an actor. Did you find it challenging? No, it was super easy for me. I mean, it was like it was like the easiest thing. <laughs> I was like, is he for real? <laughs> like real? No, yeah. it was yeah. so incredibly challenging. I couldn't. The roads were weird. I couldn't like, figure it was out. Super easy. It was like it was like magical, and here I am. Like I'm just. <laughs> no, it was. I, I mean, it took me about a year and a half before I didn't want to go home anymore. Oh, right yeah. before I didn't want to move. Um, I, the job, I, I couldn't, I, I had to get a survival day job, which mm-hmm. I wasn't expecting because I thought my $10,000 was going to be like, that was what was I needed <laughs> before I hit it big. Right. You know, it was a lot. I was away from, I'm three, we're, we're, I think many people are mm-hmm. thousands of miles away from home. Yeah. I yeah. was missing birthdays. I was missing holidays with, I don't think I've been in yeah. the place with my brother and sister for their birthdays. You know what I mean? And yeah. so a lot of that weighs on you. So no, it wasn't, it's not easy, but, and you know, how do you find a manager and an agent and all that stuff was like really, really rough when I first got out here. Um, and I would just say that I don't, I don't like to put, I'll put numbers on it if you ask me, mm-hmm. but I don't like to put numbers on things because I think people then use that as barometers mm-hmm. and we're all so different and you can't use my barometer as your barometer because mm-hmm. then it doesn't, it's not fair to you and your journey and what's going to happen. So I try not to put numbers on it, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But it was a bit before I got my first, you know, something out here. That's, you don't know where to go. You're like, you're like, where do I go with all that? No, now? <laughs> I, have a, I have so many places to go. I have so many places. Um, I want to go back to, to what you said about that your mother told you to get a, what yeah. did you call it? A, a just-in-case job? Oh, Is that what you called it? Yes, just-in-case. Yeah. Um, or a lot of people, I think, call it like a fallback, right? Yeah. Like a fallback mm-hmm. plan or mm-hmm. a fallback job. And plan B. Plan B. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I think a lot of actors are um, encouraged to do that, especially by their parents. Yeah. I think that's a very common thing mm-hmm. um and i'm just curious i know you have kids yeah um this is a super loaded question i'm wow. about to ask you so how do i feel if about they, this? <laughs> if they <laughs> wanted to do what you want to do or you know if you were talking to a young person <laughs> would you what do you think about the plan b would you encourage what do you think <sighs> you know God, uh, ladies it, i think plan b mm-hmm. what i uh, i understand right now is just love Mm-hmm. It's just your parents of you know, trying to just mm-hmm. shield you from For anything. Sure. And so they're trying to 
arm you for the future. That's right. all it is now. I get it. We take it as all this other stuff mm -hmm. and it's heavier, but um, it is just love. You know, now being a dad, I would, um, it's a hard one. Yeah. I always want my kids to soar, you know, but in the back of my head, I'm thinking like, gosh, there's so many things out there, you know, so I don't know. Can I, can I? Can I plead the fifth? <laughs> <laughs> you can. You can. I don't, I, that's a hard one. I, what do you I, say to your students when you're coaching them? Like, do they, if they asked you about a plan B, would you? Wow. Yeah. Way to put me. I know. I'm not going to let this one go. It, it seems. Yeah, what I was going to say about about I would do everything in, in my power to try. I, I, what I wouldn't do is try to get a plan B for it just in case. I would try to promote, uh, um, encourage and help them map out a plan to yeah. go full throttle with like it. That. Mm -hmm. You know, that's what I would do. And if we kept hitting, um, maybe even like yearly check-ins, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? I don't think what we don't do with ourselves is check in to say, am I still enjoying this? Mm -hmm. Am I still loving this? You know what I mean? Because we're so in the grind and so in the hustle. And we're like, we got to keep going. So I would probably have something like that. I would that's do it a little great. bit smarter with mm -hmm. them, you know, um, with my kids because... I, I, I don't want to stamp out like stomp out their their fire or their their zest for life. Yeah. But I also want to raise independent, awesome kids too. Sure. You know, that's a great answer. I found that when I I first moved here, there was two parts of me. There yeah. was whereas it took me a while to embrace mm. the the day job. Yeah. And then it took me a while to know that the day job was going to be a part of my experience here. Mm -hmm. You know, because I also came with that expectation. I think a lot of people come with that expectation of what it's going to look like. Yeah. And that it's going to be an A, B, C, and it literally does not work like that at all here. I'm on Z. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and, I, you know, the first part of it was sort of almost giving in to the ideas that I had. Because like you said, it is different when you're choosing this career. Mm -hmm. You aren't on a path that is going to look probably like a lot of your friends yeah. or family. And, and unfortunately, or fortunately, however you want to look at this, what we look at is the male streets or the, mm -hmm. you know, which we have amazing careers and we love them. But like, you know, there are still a hundred thousand other actors that are, you know, that are in that that uh, that climb, that that hustle, sure. that you know, that we can look at as well, if that makes sense. Yeah. I don't know if that made sense, but in my head, it, it made totally great made sense. sense. No, <laughs> we have to pay attention to everything, to not everything. just be like, "That's where yes. I." If I'm not there, I'm a failure. Exactly. If I'm That's not Merrill, I'm a yes. failure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you, when we asked you the questions at the top, you said social media opportunity. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think so many actors struggle with social media? I, I know I do. Yeah. Um, why do you see it as an opportunity? I think I get it, right? You know, I, I was teaching a class, um, um, I was speaking, I shouldn't say teaching class, I was speaking at this um, workshop thing and one of the girls came up to me afterwards because I told her, I was like, guys, get used to it. 75% of our career is marketing. Whether you believe it or not, 75% is marketing. So become great with the idea of it's not selling yourself, but it's an opportunity for people to get to know you that might not have gotten to know you. It's an opportunity to put yourself out there the way um, um, you want people to see you, right? And it's an opportunity just to... Ah, just it's so it's for me it's so exciting because we actually get to curate how we want people to see us mm -hmm. right and so you know people will look at it they're like Duan, you are working all the time and i'm like i know right <laughs> but i like at home i'm like 
when is my next job going to happen? <laughs> right? When is going to, you know, what's going to happen? That's the way it's looking, but we're putting it yeah. out there. It's an opportunity. Yeah. And I think I get it. We don't want to, we don't, we, you know, the, this young lady, I was talking about this workshop. This young lady came up to me afterwards and she said, Duan, I just want to act. And I said, I know. I just want to act too. And that's what we are told. Like we can, when we go to, you know, drama school, I yeah. went to drama school, yeah. that it's just about the craft. And it is, but what they don't tell us is it's also about marketing. Everybody on every level, you know, Brad's doing it. They're doing, you know, um, a PR and, you know, um, those press um, junkets and yeah. all that. That is PR. That is <laughs> yeah. marketing. That yeah. is social media, yeah. you know? And so I don't, I don't, I, I, I just think it's a big opportunity to stay connected with those people. I have so many people that connect with me on social media and I write back to every one of my fans, every one of them. You know why? Because I'm this guy who, from Kendall, Florida, which is Miami, Florida, right? Um, it's a little town in Miami. Uh, it's not little anymore. Um, who just wanted to play dress up for the rest of his life. <laughs> want to play pretend. And I have people that are connecting with me. So guess what? Until I can't, because there will come a time when we can't answer every, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. I'm going to do it. I love, I love this. I love mm-hmm. it. There's some bad ones that I want to talk to. I just block <laughs> them. But, but, I mean, if we can, if we can shift our thinking on social media and shift our thinking on what we think our craft meant 20, 30, 40 years ago, 50 years ago, what this industry meant, and really step into it's almost like it's almost like we're holding on to black and white headshots. Mm. Yeah. That's what it's like. Yeah. When people come up, I don't want to. It's like, I'm like, throw the black and white headshot away. Yeah. Step into this. And then we get upset when there are all these YouTubers or anybody else or reality stars that are like bringing it. And they're so famous. It's because they've decided they don't have any, um, uh, nothing holding them back. Or judgment. No judgment. Or like we do. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's such a craft. <laughs> and I, right. I, I'm, a, I'm a theater snob. I spell theater R-E. Like, <laughs> I mean, you know, I, still get, I, I get it. But I also get that we have to shift and we have to, we have to get into that piece. And so I think it's a big opportunity when used correctly. That's, yeah. my, that's my caveat. Can I ask a question, a follow-up question on that? Yeah. In terms of, I love the idea of shifting it. Because mm-hmm. um, I, I, too, when I came here, I felt like it was harsh. Like yeah. it, it hurt my soul. Right, right. I think a lot of actors feel that way. So... What would what would be some of your advice for that? Like how to think about social media? Like you know, you 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 talked about earlier sharing yourself, like sharing stories. Yes. Like what is the way that you can connect to that creative actor yeah. who is about the craft, mm-hmm. who does have to do this marketing and all of that kind of stuff in a way that's not going to like feel like nails on a chalkboard, basically. Do you? <laughs> Do you? Do you? And I told this young lady, she was like, I just want to tell stories. And I said, what if you can start to look at your marketing or your posting, if you will, what you post as telling a story every single time? So when you're up there and you're you're posting about, here we are, here's my life on this. Mm-hmm. It's not about, hey, look at me, I'm on a podcast. It's like, look at me, I get to sit with these two wonderful women, mm-hmm. you know, and tell this story about X, Y, and Z. Here's why I love doing this. And it becomes a story. And what I think we forget as actors, that is our main job, mm-hmm. to tell a story, mm-hmm. to make the words on the page come off the page and we could tell this story, the vessel through that. So if we can start to shift our thinking about you know, marketing or about social media as tell a story, do you, mm-hmm. then fantastic. That is fantastic. Like, yeah. I mean, but yeah. ask yourself, how can I see this differently? 
I also think it's a lot of like group actor think. Like, you know, I don't know if everybody loves it, but you're like, oh, you love it? You don't hate it? You hate it too? You hate it? <laughs> I hate it too. Yeah. So I hate it too. Yeah, I don't. And I'm like, I don't hate it. Like, yeah. it's, I, and I mean, you know. So. Well, that's the language we speak is telling stories. Yes. You know, yeah. so if you do think of it like that, do you tell the story? That's, it. that's very accessible. Don't think about how many people are going to see it, how many people are going to mm-hmm. like it. Literally just tell your story. And also when you're entering into like Twitter or Instagram or Facebook game, when you're in there, just think about being a fly on the wall for a little bit. Right. Mm-hmm. And like just like talking about, you know just what's going on for you. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> I tweeted on my way here, I think mm-hmm, it was. I'm mm-hmm. <laughs> on my way here, I said, you know, no matter what your political affiliation is, can we all agree that WebMD is the devil? <laughs> 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 because I am always like, like WebMD and I'm like, oh I'm my God. God. Oh my God, there's a lump right here. Like that, that is just the stuff that goes on in my head. At one in right? the morning. Yeah, yeah what, you know what I mean? And it's not about like, and that's, if you, I think if you really looked at that, that is what, how Dewan is. Like, do you know what I mean? I'm just great. Yeah. And I'm not worried about all that other stuff, you yeah. know? Like, who's going to like this? Who's not going to care? I'm just like, yeah, I'm pretty crazy. I think about WebMD too much. <laughs> <laughs> I do too. <laughs> um, what would be the thing if, if somebody was coming here, because uh, you, you coach yeah. students one-on-one mm-hmm. mostly, yeah. um, and, and you're actors. also on a show, actors, sorry, yeah. Um, what would be the thing that you would say to somebody coming new? Like the kind of most important thing or like yeah. first thing or like b- biggest kind of piece of advice or like your, your, your aunt says, go have lunch with this person and let them, yeah. you know, like in that half hour, what's the kind of thing you'd want to impart? You know, one of the things, like if I could say cut how to, how to, how to really like streamline this and cut corners, right? Mm. I think that's what everybody wants to talk to me about or anybody. We want to talk to an actor. Like, how do I get to, where's the, where's, how do I get there? Right. Mm-hmm. How do I get here? Mm-hmm. Um, and of course you're listening to it. So you can't see me uh, raising my hand up really high. <laughs> <laughs> um, my kids want, listen to a lot of podcasts. And so I know that we have to say, I'm raising my hand. You know, <laughs> so they know. Um, but first of all, one, there is no magic being. That's what I would say. There is no magic being. And uh, the the overnight success really takes about like 15, 20 years, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's, people think like, oh, it's an overnight success. They've been like really doing it for a bit, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I would say if I was sitting across from somebody, you know, who's just getting here, that um, two things. One of the biggest things I can say about my career that I think um, um, uh, got me to the next level was being accountable to somebody else besides myself, right? And what that also means, what that can look like a couple of ways, you know, having a coach, but also surrounding yourself around the right people. If you are not around the right people, this will take longer. This will suck. I can't, I, it, you know, <laughs> Steve Harvey says, if nine of your friends are broke, you'll be the 10th one. <laughs> and so think about that in terms of acting. Like, yeah. do you know what I mean? And it just the, the vibration, the the synergy, you know, and it's not about always like finding that person to network up, but network sideways. Because mm-hmm. the people who are like coming up with you are going to be those people. Yeah. So just be like, be help hold each other accountable. If you say you're going to shoot something, shoot it. If you're going to get a headshots, say you're going to do it. If you're going to go to that class, like have somebody like help, helping you be accountable in this. And so um, being accountable to somebody else besides myself, I would say, get in that and um, surround yourself around great people. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I mean, a lot of our, a lot of our guests 
talk about their community mm-hmm. and how important the community so is. Important. Mm-hmm. And it's 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 also the people that you see end up working together. Mm-hmm. They're the ones creating together, those they're the ones writing together. You know, it's it's not a surprise when you see somebody on, you know, in a in a show or in a film that you're like, oh, they're friends. Yeah. Because yeah. they enjoy being around each other. I got smart after a while. And I was sitting out here and I wasn't booking. I wasn't and I, you know, I was just I started thinking, what are they doing that I'm not doing? Not how do I get there, but what are they mm-hmm. doing? Mm-hmm. And I remember, you know, it was like 10 years ago, seeing a lot of the Ben Stiller movies. Remember like all his mm-hmm. circle of friends were always in the same movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was like Ben and Luke and, mm-hmm. well, you know, Owen. It was yeah. like all of them. And then you see the Apatows and, or you, know, you, just, you just started yeah. seeing everybody. And it was like, those are just everybody that are coming up together mm-hmm. and they're doing the same thing, you know? And we always like, oh, I got to get to that person. Start a troop with your friends. Right. You know, start a show with your friends. Shoot something with the people around you. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what I started doing. And yeah. it's been beautiful. Yeah. It's been really beautiful. The, 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 the guy who's my writing partner right now that we're pitching a series right now was the guy that I used to slang barbecue with right. when I was a server. Literally right. 15 years ago, we were together serving and we're like, one day we're going to, and then we were just and like, well, why don't we one day yeah. like now? Yeah. And this is what we're doing. Yeah. It's also, I love that because it's also such a great way if you're ambitious, which you obviously are. Yeah. And I think probably everybody in this room is, um, it's a way to hang out with your friends because <laughs> like, I like love Camille yeah. so much and want to see her all the time. And consequently, because of this business, I see her all the time yeah. because we're working together. Yeah. Whereas my friends that I'm not working with, I don't necessarily get to see. So it's like a way to, it, you know, you get kind of two for the price of one. I love it. You know? Yeah. yeah. I'm so lucky. <laughs> I love that. Lucky, lucky, lucky. <laughs> um, I have a question yeah. for you about just sort of following, because I love how you talked about social media in terms of being you. Mm-hmm. How would you approach auditioning? In terms on of social that. media? No, no, no. Oh. I'm sorry, not on social media. <laughs> just cutting I just mean, yeah. I just mean, I love that you talked about that being you. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm thinking mm-hmm. you're going to have a very interesting. Are you, are response you leading to the witness? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm leading you a little bit right now. So <laughs> Tell me. All right. So what, well, I, I'm I cut just, you off. I'm, I'm just curious in terms of you know, was there a point in your career? when you were going to a lot of auditions, not booking, mm-hmm. and then starting to Yesterday. book. Yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> and then found a difference and perhaps a difference in how you were showing up for your auditions. Do you have any yeah. tips about that? <clears throat> you know, you're, we, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's, I started to really think about auditioning, loving auditioning. And a lot of actors don't love auditions, right? I was like, oh, I just want to get on the, I just want to get on set. I just want to work. Well, unfortunately or fortunately, you have to go through the audition process mm-hmm. first. That's your job. And so I started to really love it because what I realized about auditioning was it was the only time when I walked into that room, it was the only time that it was purely mine. Mm-hmm. It was purely the time you get to fully see Dewan before mm-hmm. the casting director gives you a redirect or if you get on set they're going to redirect the lights you got to move here you got to mm-hmm. do all that stuff it was a full time that you get to see it just what I've created right mm-hmm. and then it's not yours anymore really right mm-hmm. because everybody's like oh can you cross here and move here and like you got to make all those things those things happen but what I really that part but then the second part of that is I would always get the note when I wasn't booking a lot. It was just like, you just need more of you in there. Just need more of, and I was like, what, is, what does that mean? Mm-hmm. I'm me. Like, yeah. you know, but what I really started to get from that was fully just 
bringing in my gut, like who is Dewan under these circumstances, right? What am I doing uh, as this this um, uh, detective or as this rapper, or as this whatever? Because I would go into these rooms and I would have to play this street guy and they'd be like, I'm like, I'm not a street guy. That's not what I sell, yeah. right? And I'd be like, I try to go in there, I dress, I have the baggy pants because that's what I thought this guy was and then i get in there to be guys like neck tattoos like you know what i mean i was like well just give it to him right but what i but what i realized was i was doing it wrong because i what my what i was should have been bringing was dewan's full essence to this rapper to this street guy and that's when i started booking the the rapper or whatever because i was like oh he doesn't have to be this drug dealer on the street. He could be the smart guy. Mm-hmm. He could be the one that's educated. He could be the one that's actually the the top of, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I could bring totally. that to it, which is more my essence, which is more me and bringing me to it instead of, you know, always going out and getting it. And listen, we can go out and get these role, these parts, these characters, if we are Daniel Day-Lewis and we have six months to prepare for this audition. Mm-hmm. But usually right. in LA, New York, you know, major places, you have less than 12 hours. We yeah. get it at, five or six in the afternoon, and we have to be um, in these casting offices at 10. Mm -hmm. So you must be you. You must bring you to that. And so did I answer it? Yes, you answered it perfectly. I could go off, guys. No, I love that so much. (laughs) You know what I really love? You've heard me say this before, Camille, but part of the great gift Mm -hmm. of getting to interview you know, brilliant people like you and casting directors and directors and is that we start to see common denominators Mm. of people saying the same things. And um, many actors have said what you just said in a a different way. But what I love is that many directors and showrunners have said, we want an actor to come in and surprise us with who they are. They never say... We want them to come in and do exactly what we've written. And, you know, they always say, yeah, we don't really know exactly what it is. And then they come in and they show us and it's really exciting when that happens. And then they also say they like to be surprised, Mm -hmm. which I was like, really? Because I thought we're supposed to just go in and do exactly, yeah. So I love that. But I I think the surprise is that it's you. Mm -hmm. Like I think when they say that, that's what I think is so liberating that about it is to know that it's yes. really it comes mm-hmm. from you you literally don't have to change that about yourself at all yeah. like what a relief mm-hmm. I don't have to do anything except be myself and be in the circumstances mm-hmm. like you said and that that's the surprise that mm-hmm. they see is because it's it's unique it's coming mm-hmm. from you that I think is really exciting yeah. it's so it's so important to be like to put yourself I want to just be really clear mm. that when if I if yeah, I may yeah, when you when you're saying uh, they want to be surprised. Yeah. Please don't go in there and like clap or no, try to like course. do an arbitrary surprise. <laughs> I, you know, I don't know who's listening. It's like, I just want to yell and surprise Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. That's not what that no. is. But if you could put yourself in those, we were talking in the hallway yeah, um, yeah. about this awesome actor who I just think is amazing. Yeah. And, and we were like, you said he always has a secret. Yeah. And I was just like, that is exactly yeah. right. Because I'm like, and he shows this secret in one place and then he never shows it again. Yeah. You know, and, the, and I'm like, that is so amazing that I, we think this, two separate people in separate right. worlds come together and think the same thing about this one yeah. actor. And that's just him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So if you can bring you to it, I think, yeah. it's, I think it's important. I love that. Um, we're, get, we're getting close, but I, we have to talk happen? about your show for a second, Bosch, yeah. which I love so much. And you're so good. You're so good <laughs> on so many things. But Thank you. Um, what's, I just wanted to ask you kind of like what's, 
you know, that's the dream, right? To get to like be on a show more than once or at all for some of us. But Six seasons. Yeah, I know. Oh. Um, it's so great. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's the best part for you? What's the funnest part about getting to like work <sighs> with the same people and... One, you do become a family, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, um, and I think that part is really, really amazing. Um, but I think the cool thing is, I get to actualize. I get to really um, live this character out, and I don't think we get that a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes when we just auditioning, these people are like these 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 characters. These people are passing through us for a moment, right? And we we get to embody them and be them under those circumstances, and then they go and have to mourn them, right? But I get I've gotten to play Pierce for six seasons yeah. now, and I've gotten to grow with him and you know, showing up, uh, my producer says, Dewan, you were so protective of Pierce. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I am because you know, this is his mo- my moral compass. I was like, no, I don't think I would do this because of like why would Pierce do you know, mm-hmm. why would I do this? And 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 we don't always get to do that anymore mm-hmm. you know in this day and age and so that is really awesome and amazing and i'm so grateful that you know again pierce is dewan right like it i mean i'm i'd like them to write a little bit of evil stuff if you're listening to this can write a little <laughs> twist next season um but it's me like it's it's yeah. i'm the boy scout on the show i'm the you know the yeah. moral compass yeah. and so i get to people they see me i get to be that and i get to like you know share it with the world that's awesome so I love that. Do we have to wrap up? Yeah. Oh, Oh, Jen's such a... I'm not going. I'm a meanie. I'm not going. I always have to make it. I'm (laughs) staying. So we love to end our podcast Mm -hmm. with an LAism. Great. Which is something about LA that you know of or that have... (laughs) That you know of. That you know of. Sorry. Not know of. Oh, gosh. Can we strike that one from there? (laughs) No, that jumps out at you. You know, I just got told that putting the in front of something is an L.A. thing and I do it all the time. And I thought it was just a Dewan thing. And it's not. I always say I'm going to, you know, the Wood Ranch. And they're like, it's just Wood Ranch. I'm like, no, it's the Wood Ranch. <laughs> and so putting the in front of things is definitely my thing, too. So. Right. I love 405. <laughs> the, the Wood Ranch. The Wood Ranch. <laughs> I do that, too. Mm. Thank I love you. it. Well, I know. Thank you so much, Dewan, for being here. This, is, this has been Fantastic. We Thank loved you having, having you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks so much for listening to Speak LA, the podcast. We want to be able to bring you more episodes like this one, but we can only do that with your support. Please take a moment to rate, review, and subscribe to Speak LA, the podcast. For more information on Speak LA, go to www.ispeakla.com. My name is Camille Norton Olson. And I'm Jen Justin, and we are the founders of Speak LA. Our sound engineer tonight is the very talented Ian Mackley. See you next time.